Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and welcome aboard. We're coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Are you ready for tonight's show? I am. We have a lot of information to get to, and we have a jam packed show, so let's get right to it. Almost, are you with us, sir? Yes, I am, John. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Had a week from hell. <laughs> yes, we have. It's been quite a week. And I don't think there's any. I don't think it's going to stop. I think it's going to get worse. Mm. Well, you know, I think you know one of the things in in. I'm sure we're going to talk about a variety of news items, but one of the things that made the news today that I I found to be incredibly concerning was the um, announcement that the FBI foiled a plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan. And it was by a um, right-wing militia, which, if they were Muslim, would be called a terrorist group. And I've been talking on this show on basically a weekly basis about my concern that Trump and the federal GOP are fomenting violence and understand that they're not going to be able to win a free and fair election and are looking for some form of a bloodless or perhaps bloody coup um, where they don't accept the results of a legitimate election that Trump loses. And this result by the FBI today it's, it confirms my fears. It's, it's, like you said, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. It really is. And I'm sorry to say that I wish I would have just agreed with you back then because mm. now I wouldn't know your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, we, we joke, kidding. but it's, it's truly not friend. a joking matter. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really a scary, scary thing. Um, the it really is. idea that we have like real homegrown terrorist organizations with a president and other people in his party and um, the propaganda wing of his party, you know, Fox News and similar organizations 
regularly doing what um, can be fairly termed as stochastic terrorism. They don't express, expressly and explicitly call for their followers to commit violence, but they kind of hint around it and talk about it and condone it in a way that it becomes clear that that's actually what they prefer. Um, and that is, it's the same thing. And this is a heck of a comparison. I understand that this is a very serious comparison, but it's truly the same thing as Obama, Osama bin Laden did. Osama bin Laden himself did not commit you know, individual crimes. He didn't set off bombs. But he, he called for other people to do it, and he was the thought leader. And in the same way, Donald Trump doesn't personally kidnap the governor of Michigan, but he doesn't – he condones the people who, who, who do, and that's incredibly problematic. Uh, you think? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so – so we're talking about the kidnap, the kidnapping that the FBI foiled about the go- mm-hmm. about one of the governors Donald Trump hates. And what's really scary, almost, is the very first thing that went to my mind, allegedly, but in my mind, so mm-hmm. we cover all legal ramifications. Immediately, mm-hmm. I thought Donald Trump had something to do with it, and I know that sounds right. awful, and but that's Joe Biden said the same is. thing. It's it's. It is what it is. It's what happened. All right. So let's put mm-hmm. the governor kidnapping on hold real quick, and let's talk mm-hmm. about President Trump contracts the hoax known as the coronavirus <laughs> and is sent to the host hospital. So mm-hmm. listen to this. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for coming. Uh, Dr. Sean Conley, physician of the president. Uh, this morning I'd like to start by uh, first sharing with the president and first family, first lady, extremely grateful for the enormous outpouring of support and prayers that the whole world and uh, country have been providing and sharing. I'd like to thank Colonel Andrew Barr and all the medical and support staff here at Walter Reed for the tireless efforts, providing everything and anything. All right, well, that was not the right cut. We'll play the right cut in a minute. What it is is we have the anchors that were announcing to the world that Donald Trump the president of the United States is sitting with a deadly disease and he's making fun about it. Now he didn't look like when I saw him that he was making very light of it. And you would have been so proud of me almost because I went mm. on our social media and I put, listen, uh, first of all, I thought it was not, I thought it was fake news. So I had to verify mm-hmm. it first. And then the way it got verified is Donald Trump actually tweeted it himself. So once yes. I got that tweet, then I put on our Facebook page that President and Mrs. Trump have both contracted the coronavirus. And they are Mr. Trump is being ordered to Walter Reed Medical Center by his doctors as they are concerned about his breathing and his fatigue. And we wish Mr. and Mrs. Trump the best. Then I put, to be clear, this is not a political post. This mm-hmm. is about being a human being. It does not change mm-hmm. the fact I do not like the actions of Donald Trump. But right. this is not the time. What do you think about that? 
You know, I think it's an interesting thing because I do, you know, I don't wish ill on any single person and it's not a good thing that the president got the pandemics got, got sick with coronavirus. It's not a good thing. Um, as a matter of politics and politics alone, I think it is good for the country and the world because as polling has indicated, and I personally believe, he probably would not have contracted the coronavirus had he taken it seriously. Now, let's not and say probably. He would not. Mm-hmm. He is the most yeah, protected right. I mean, person in the, United, exactly. in the world. But here's yeah, my question. Exactly. He, he, if he would have taken it seriously, he wouldn't have gotten it. And same with Senator Tom Tillis and same with Senator Mike Lee and same and for Ronna McDaniel and, and on and on and on and all those folks. You know, there's, uh, I believe, McConnell, Mitch McConnell, who you know I don't uh, have a lot of kind words for. I believe earlier today he said he hasn't been to the White House since August because they have lax coronavirus procedures there. My little law office probably has more intensive coronavirus procedures than the White House, and that's ridiculous. I've been there. You're right. You have to take your shoes off. Mm-hmm. You have to wash your hands and do hand sanitizers and put gloves on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm being very serious. They're very, you know, they want to make sure everybody's safe. Okay, so take, mm-hmm. take, do me a favor. Put your phone on mute or I can turn your mic off. But listen to this. Sure. Issue, but we have other important issues as well. And so I, want I, to, I want to make sure we have a chance. Uh, no, that's, that's not it. Dad gummit. They're not going to send it to me. Basically, Wolf Blitzer busted in and said, here is some very disturbing. Here, I'll be Wolf Blitzer. Here is some very disturbing news coming out of the White House. Donald Trump <laughs> has contracted the coronavirus in which he has made so much fun and so much light of. But he and his wife both are now positive. What do you think about that, Anderson? <laughs> really? Was I, that well, a good I, admit, I didn't see the clip. It, it, was, it was pretty good. Uh, Wolf Blitzer has a very distinct voice. It's kind of a hard guy to do an impression of, but it was pretty good. I'll tell you what, though. Um, he does not let you mm-hmm. get away with anything when he's questioning you. Mm-hmm. Not Nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. So, so here's mm-hmm. my question. And this is allegedly, but I've heard this from two different sources, that this is a hoax. Mm -hmm. He does not have the coronavirus. He did all of this as a publicity stunt, hoping for a sympathy vote. And it's the only thing that makes sense, except when I was listening to things played back, his doctors said something that I don't believe they meant to say. He went to Walter Reed Medical Center on Friday. Today is right. So he said, and he was discharged on Monday. But on Saturday, his doctor said he's had the coronavirus for a week. I, I, I know Uh-oh. what you're talking about. I don't think it was exactly a week, but they, they did contradict the official narrative about the timeline for Donald Trump having a positive test for coronavirus, where he 
tested positive for coronavirus with a um, one of the it's not the good test with one of the fast tests um, prior to the presidential debate and didn't tell anybody. Well, actually, and what they're if saying. You see, I don't know, John. If John, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a video of TMZ. Donald Trump on. Well, TMZ. there was a video of him on uh, the balcony outside of the the White House. Uh, it's called, I think, it's called like the Jefferson Rotunda, um, where he returns to the White House walking under his own power in a suit, looking good, and he takes off his mask and he's standing there, and he was having a hard time breathing um and you can you know it doesn't you don't need to have a medical degree to review the video it's pretty clear he's he's having labored and struggling breathing and that was on the day he was discharged so you know i oh no no I, let my, me tell you i saw mm-hmm. the video and we posted it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. from hard 11 with tmp you can very clearly okay. see He's in trouble breathing. You really can't. Right. And Kelly and, and, and Conway's daughter rips off his mm-hmm. mask. It's even more ridiculous. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and Kelly and Con- Kelly and Conway's daughter. Um, I know this is absolutely ridiculous. No, but I know. Um, I know. apparently <laughs> her her t- her TikTok account. Um, literally broke news by stating that Trump is doing significantly worse than the doctors are letting on. And uh, I think it said, and I'm, I'm quoting a teenage girl. I think it said something along the lines of he's doing terribly LOL. Um, and, and so one of the problems, one of the many, many problems with this administration is their um, strained relationship with the truth and it, it's a common tactic amongst strong men and dictators to uh, never, ever display any hint of ill health or uh, anything that may look like they're weak. And so by Donald Trump contracted the coronavirus and, you know, he – that's why he was so excited to get out of the hospital as quickly as possible. And to do all those photo ops, you saw he did multiple photo ops in a suit with his hair and makeup done um, while he was in the hospital. That's not a normal thing to do. They're doing that to try to project an aura of strength that doesn't truly exist. And what I think is the more likely theory that makes sense, to me at least, is that one of the reasons the doctors allowed him in the state that medically that he was in to be transferred to the White House from Walter Reed Memorial Hospital, and understand that this is speculation, is that they set up the, the, the White House or the residents of the White House with appropriate um, high-end medical equipment so that Donald Trump could, they could say he's left the hospital. But ultimately, as far as we know, because we know they're not telling the truth about exactly what's going on with his health, you know, as far as we know, he could be on oxygen right this second. Um, and so, well, you know, I do, I do think that there are some serious problems with the White House version of events surrounding Donald Trump's coronavirus diagnosis. And that brings me to you. Under the Constitution and legal 
mentally, mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. we have the right to know the mental state of our commander in chief? Hmm. So, okay. There's a difference between the legal right and the norm and the expected practice. And the norm and the expected practice is that the White House physician and the president are honest with the American people when the president has a health issue. As far as I'm aware, there is no constitutional requirement that the president's health, detailed health records get released. There, there are certainly other privacy laws that apply to private citizens, like HIPAA, yep, that, yeah. prevent, that prevent the release of medical records. Now, you can waive HIPAA, the, the president or his, you know, his wife or whomever is allowed to waive HIPAA so that if they so choose, they can release his medical records. But they've explicitly said that they're not going to. So we, we don't have a clear picture of the president's health, but we do see signs. And, and you know, I am not a medical doctor. And some far smarter people than me who are medical doctors have speculated at length regarding the types of treatment that he's received and what that means for the true nature of his disease. And, you know, people like Sanjay Gupta have said things like if dexamethasone is used, which is a powerful steroid that uh, can cause paranoid delusions and all kinds of things, um, if it's used, it's only meant to be used in serious cases of COVID-19 when people really have problems with breathing and problems with um, the ability to have a, a pulse, the, the O2, the oxygen levels in their blood get too low. So you can infer that Donald Trump is doing much worse than what his doctors are saying by understanding what the various medications and therapies that he's receiving, like the Regeneron therapy that he received, which is an experimental antibody drug. Um, Those therapies, um, you don't give them to someone who's only got mild symptoms. So I I think it's pretty fair to say that they're not telling us the complete truth about the president's health and his symptoms are probably worse than what they're telling us. Okay, so you know what that means? It means we need to take a quick break. When we come back, sure. we can keep talking about this. And we actually found the article, you know, that um, Conway's daughter has been causing problems on social media for her for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, she tells the truth, but not like her mother. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Madonna Vogue. This is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. Tonight's show is brought to you by Above and Beyond. Design call two one zero two six four two zero seven three. Don't now we wrap it up.
Hey, do you want to know a secret? Well, I have heard that you're looking to sell your home sometime soon. And did you know that by having your home professionally staged, you could possibly make over $100,000 more at the time of sale? Do I have your attention yet? Good, because this is going to change your life. Call 210-264-2073. That's 210-264-2073. And that is Above and Beyond Designs. Ask for one of our client staff and get them to tell you how we can change your life and get your home to look exactly what you want. Of course, we're going to give you our opinion, but you are the boss. If you're simply looking for a change for your home, or even just to update your little castle, we have the answers. Call the professionals at Above and Beyond Design. Pick up your phone right now and call 210-264-2073. That is 210-264-2073. When a design associate answers, be ready to answer just a few questions to let them know exactly what you're looking for so they can make sure that your dream home looks the way that you want. Are you ready to get going on this? Call 210-264-2073. That is 214-264-2073, above and beyond design. Serious callers only, please. If you also, we have a special offer for you just today. We have a sister company that offers beautiful luxury vacation rentals. And we also can include a special package for rentals to set up for you. And if you're in the market and you don't have anyone to manage your commercial property, we can also offer you an amazing management team. Have we said all the right things? Well, let me tell you something. We sell out very quickly. So if what we're telling you kind of makes you a little curious or you think, hmm, this sounds like something that I've needed for a very, very long time. Don't worry, you're not alone. Call 210-264-2073. That is 214-264-2073. That is above and beyond design. You only deal with the best of the best. There is no other company that actually does what they do, and they are the best at doing it. Owned and founded by Christopher Bates, make sure you call and you ask for him and tell him, I'm ready for a change in my life. I'm ready to update my little castle. What is the first step we need to take? Well, I'll tell you right now, call 210-264-2073. That is 210-264. 264-2073. Now, this is going to expire very soon. I think that you deserve to change your life. But the very first thing that's got to happen is you've got to decide. Call 210-264-2073. That is 210-264-2073. And remember the name that's going to change your life above and beyond design. Less than two years ago, mortgage rates were between 55 and 6%. Do you know right now mortgage rates are nearly half of that? You can call TexasFunding.com and may be able to drop your mortgage rate in half. Call 972-387-4600 or go online and apply with TexasFunding.com. If you save just 1% 
on a $240,000 mortgage loan, you may save up to $200 every month in interest. Apply that savings towards your mortgage. Pay it off faster. Call TexasLending.com today, 972-387-4600. We've won the Consumer's Choice Award for the last 13 years. Call right now. Talk with a live person for a free quote, 972-387-4600, TexasLending.com. When you think Forty one hundred Alpha Road, Suite three hundred, Dallas, Texas, seven five two four four, and MLS number one three seven 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 three, equal housing lender. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. Pink, one of my favorite artists. I'm never going to forget when I was at KLIF. My partner at the time broke up and was over the radio. I didn't know his parents were in town, though. (laughs) That's how they found out we broke up. (laughs) You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host in Hollywood. We are exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. And we are number one in our time slot, and we are graced with the presence of almost Wards with Wards and none. Give us your telephone number, Wards. 972-863-9592. We do personal injury, real estate, and general civil litigation and business and transactional matters. Please give me a call if I can help you. Okay, so we're talking about the president of hospital and that he saying he's tested positive for the coronavirus. Believe him. Mm-hmm. You do. Why? Yeah, so I do. I think I think he definitely did test positive. Yes, sir. I can see why. Because he's so reckless in everything that he does. And what's so sad is it doesn't appear that he's learned anything. <laughs> I mean, the minute he came from the hospital, he ripped the mask off his face. I just don't get it. And his, he had an appearance today, um, a television interview that was even by Trump standards, and I have the bar for him pretty low. It was particularly erratic and um, wild. Um, he, you know, on multiple occasions called uh, – Kamala Harris, a monster and a communist. Um, he requested that Bill Barr um, and bizarrely Mike Pompeo um, arrest Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Joe Biden. Um, so legal. So against the Constitution. Yeah, well, it is, it's just not – not only does it not make sense, it's – yeah, it's, like you said, it, it's so against the Constitution and it's so against um, typical American values about democracy and the people choosing their own leaders that it's like so outside of what America is all about that it, it really should be. And it's it's something that if he would have said it, 
a month before the 2016 election, he probably would have lo- lost that, you know, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Joe Biden need to be arrested immediately. He, he was chanting lock her up, but it's like a little bit different when it's saying, you know, this is the alleged crime, the quote unquote origins of the Mueller report. And, you know, the, the, he, he said today in a radio interview that the attorney general already has everything he needs, inferring that the attorney general has substantial proof that um, Clinton, Obama, and Joe Biden committed crimes. And that's – the president shouldn't make that kind of announcement. It's gross, and it's okay for us to still be shocked even though Donald Trump – acts in a gross way on a regular basis. It's so shocking the Congress. It really does. Right. And it's really sad because it's not getting listen, I found Mitch McConnell. So Mitch McConnell acknowledged what we all know. Donald Trump and his White House are not even coming close to following the accepting guidelines on how to limit mm-hmm. the spread of the coronavirus. He stated, I actually have not been to the White House since August 6th because my impression was their approach to how to handle this was different than mine, and I insisted that we do it in the Senate and wear a mask, and Donald Trump will not social distancing or wearing a mask. Well, maybe Mitch McConnell might have got his ball back. I mean, you know, even a, even a broken clock is correct twice a day. Like, I, I I disagree with Mitch McConnell on basically everything on policy, but he is right that Donald Trump was not effectively social distancing and mask wearing, which is, you know, what everyone else is doing to try to prevent the coronavirus spread. Well, you know that 17 people, Tested positive. I think it's I, I, more you now. Mean, you mean as it, a result as a result of Donald Trump and the the you mean in the White House? Yeah. Okay. So actually, where it comes from, I believe it's thirty four. It's it's higher now, but when I was looking mm-hmm. at in the vicinity, and so in Amy Coney Barrett, the justice was, that has been nominated mm-hmm. for Ginsburg's uh, position, which I don't believe she's going to mm-hmm. be confirmed right now. They don't have the vote because senators are sick. But these are people right. that have – first of all, Hope, Hope Hicks, where would that come from? She quit when she was subpoenaed by Robert Mueller. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, back she, I, she, was immediate, she was immediately rehired by the campaign. She was no longer a uh, public employee. Oh, no, no, no. March 20th of this year, she is rehired as assistant. She got her little desk back. She even got her little desk back so she could sit outside his door. (laughs) All right, so this all goes around Hope Hicks. Melania Trump is Mm -hmm. positive. Kaylee McAbee is positive. The RNC Mm -hmm. chief, Ron McDaniel. Ron McDaniel. McDaniel, thank Mm -hmm. you. Kelly and Conway. Bill Stevens, Senator Mike Leach on the Judiciary Committee and affect the judge's confirmation. Senator mm-hmm. Tom Tillis, the same thing. Senator Ron Johnson, Nick Luna, uh, 
Seven Diamond Military Valet, which they're not using his name because he's the military. Unnamed can I, can I try to stop you to talk about the Absolutely. military valet? Yes. The, the, the military valet is one of the individuals who is responsible for, quote-unquote, the nuclear football. So oh the president is required to have at all times within a short distance um, the ability to call a nuclear strike and it's by, as part of the military's law, and he's a commander-in-chief. And um, so the president doesn't actually carry the briefcase. Contained, the nuclear codes are contained in a briefcase called the nuclear football, and that is um, – the president doesn't carry the briefcase. They have an attache, a military aide who carries it at all times. And that person got coronavirus. Yes, sir. And mm-hmm. finally, someone who could not deserve it even more, Stephen Miller, one who had kids in mm-hmm. ages. I mean, it couldn't have happened uh, to a nicer person. Did you say person. Chris Christie? Chris Christie got Christie it, too. Christie had it. Chris Christie is mm-hmm. also tested positive. I mean, the uh, you're you're right, it's 34 people. And you know what's really sad about this whole thing is over 211,000 innocent Americans that have died. Then Donald Trump mm-hmm. tweets out that inconsiderate, disrespectful tweet saying, don't let the coronavirus control you. That's a through It's up. ridiculous. It, it, and, and I read today... The, the coronavirus in the year of 2020 is the third leading cause of death in America, um, which is incredibly sad. I didn't know that. That's actually mm-hmm. very sad. But when Donald Trump says things like that, doesn't he realize that? No, he doesn't. He, other people don't get the same kind of treatment that he gets. He gets first-class yeah. treatment because he's the president of the United States. And I've read several news articles that indicate that the total cost for the type of treatment that Donald Trump received, not including things like the helicopter ride, would have been about $100,000. Um, and, you know, I do decently well for myself. I'm an attorney, but I, I don't have $100,000 cash to drop on medical treatment. Um yeah, but he doesn't pay that. The American people do. No, it's taxpayer funded. It's taxpayer funded. <laughs> Medicare for all works for the president, but not for you know you and me. So let me ask you a question, and I'm sure you've already heard this. Subpoena for mm-hmm. Donald Trump's tax returns heading back to Supreme Court after the, de- the judge dealt <sighs> Donald Trump another blow in New York. Yes, sir. Aren't you happy? I, I am and I'm not. Um, you know, the Supreme Court has already ruled on this case um, and found no, going back there. Congre- right. So I kind of sounds like double dipping, doesn't it? It does. And there, there are some kind of there's a, there's a doctrine that you learn about in your first year of law school called race judicata, which is. Um, a Latin term that is uh, you shouldn't decide the same thing twice. And I'll be clear with your listeners that I have not read every single pleading in that case, and I'm not the attorneys, but the fundamental issue has been decided. And um, I read some commentary, and this is an allegation, okay? I don't have clear information. 
but I read some commentary that seems to indicate that Cy Vance had a four-day window in um, October when he had the legal right not subject to any appellate position to obtain the tax returns in accordance with his subpoena and declined to do so to give the Trump administration additional time to perfect an appeal. And the judge even made a comment about it. Uh, the federal judge made a comment that it didn't make sense to that judge why Vance's office in the Southern District of New York failed to obtain a copy of the tax returns in a short, in the short, a literally short window of time that they had to legally do so. Um, and there have been other shenanigans with uh, Mr. Vice's, Vance's office as it relates specifically to the Trump family. Um, there was some donation stuff that happened, and I don't want to misrepresent anything. I don't have perfect recall of exactly what it was, but um, I am shenanigans is the appropriate word, and your listeners can look it up if they're interested. But um, I, I'm I not necessarily you. certain that that Mr. Vance. Sure, one second, but I'm not. I'm not sure that Mr. Vance is actually working to get these tax returns um, in the most efficient way possible, which makes me concerned that um, he's not really on the up and up. Just like we thought Rosenstein was going to be helpful to the Mueller investigation, and actually it turned out that he ordered it to be curtailed and shortened in and not to, to follow the money, which is the obvious thing to do if you're trying to really get to the heart of the conspiracy. I'm sorry, that was a digression, but the point is I don't necessarily trust my dance. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but one of the investigators in, in the Mueller report is actually written a book, and he was talking about Weissman, how he would Phone calls mm -hmm. from the White mm -hmm. House wanting to say mm -hmm. what they were doing in the investigation. And Robert Mueller mm -hmm. supposedly approved them. Mm -hmm. So it, it's like there really was not because well, right. it and was being you know, to, controlled. To, and to, to my, I think this is a very important point that it's really worth hammering home. And I wish, you know, I wish Harris and Biden would be more forceful about this in their messaging. The Mueller report did not follow the money. The tax returns or the partial tax returns that were released by the New York Times a few weeks ago or last week, time flies, um, indicate that Donald Trump has some extremely irregular accounting surrounding some golf courses. Um, where it appears they're either losing hundreds of billions of dollars or he's using it as a front for money laundering. I, I guess which one I suspect. And the, the issue is, look, there's a guy named Clint Watts who is a lawyer and a, uh, he was a witness um, in, the, uh, in one of the early hearings in 2016 for the counterintelligence investigation um, towards the beginning of Trump's presidency. And, he said very, very bluntly, if we want to get to the bottom of the conspiracy, the only way to do it is to follow the money. And he said that under oath before the House Intelligence Committee. And then we straight up didn't do it. 
Nobody re- – the, the Mueller investigation was a sham, partial investigation. The, the, how do people have blackmail material over an international businessman who, who does hotels? It's always about money. It's going to be about money. Why didn't we follow the money trail in the Mueller investigation? Probably because it wasn't a real investigation. Just one second. U.S. COVID cases surge over 7.5 million right now. Jesus. Jesus. That was a good news, guys. Um, yeah, with the Mueller report, first of all, if you take time to read it, if Donald Trump mm-hmm. was not the sitting president, he would have been charged with 12 counts. Two counts of conspiracy, of 10 counts mm-hmm. of uh Obstruction of justice. No no mm-hmm. doubt. I mean, and he even said it when he was being interviewed on by Rachel Maddow. Mm-hmm. Is it possible once Donald Trump is no longer president, they can revisit that case? Yeah, and I think that that's – it's not the case. So what is the case? The case is the largest scandal in American political history that – the president of the United States is being actively blackmailed by a hostile foreign nation. That's that is when you say the case, it almost it almost cheapens how how critical and important the substance of the Mueller of the Donald Trump and Russia confluence. That's it, it's an incredibly important and dangerous thing that we're talking about, and. They, they, they botched it, whether it was on purpose or by accident, and I tend to believe it was on purpose. The, the investigators, the Republican investigators, you know, Robert Mueller is a Republican, Rod Rosenstein is a Republican, didn't really investigate the Republican president. When, when the Democrat, Bill Clinton, was being investigated for Whitewater and then the subsequent Lewinsky scandal, it was Ken Starr, the Republican, investigating it. Why is it the Democrats get investigated by Republicans, but the Republicans get investigated by Republicans? It's insane, and it's it's bad governance. I think they had a choice. It's complicated. No. Sort of. I think the Democrats could have thought differently and maybe could have gotten someone better appointed as special counsel. Hmm. But, that's, but it's, it's, a, it's a tough. That's a tough question, question John. Is, do you? Think, what's your gut feeling? Could it be revisited? Yes. I, you know, it, it may may not result in Donald Trump going to prison, but I I do, or frankly, anyone else for that matter. But I do think that you know the documents and the evidence exist, and at least some of it. And, you know, the witnesses, for the most part, are still alive, and, you know, it's one of the most important things to have ever happened in their life, so they probably have reasonable memories about it. You know, an investigation in 2021 or 2022, like a truth commission, um, could theoretically uncover substantial new information about exactly what went on between Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin or, you know, the GOP and the Russian government. You know, I talk to people about sometimes. I'm like, you know what? We cannot let Donald Trump get away with this. 
We can't. Right. We have to make an example exactly. of it. Mm-hmm. Just other people do it. You ready for your China, sir? And other countries. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Th- thank you so much for a very interesting discussion tonight. Wide range of topics. And I, I really appreciate the ability to um, opine on that wide range of topics from the, you know, the coronavirus to the economy, Donald Trump, the election, uh, the Russia investigation, all kinds of things. And as I've been saying for several weeks and months um, here in Texas, early voting starts on October 13th, 13th, 2020, and I intend to early vote in person the day that it opens. Um, Everyone listening, if you are registered to vote in Texas, or frankly, if you are registered to vote anywhere in the United States, if possible and safe for you to do so, I recommend you vote in person and early. Um, It appears that Donald Trump is likely to lose if there is a free and fair election, and the closer we can get to a landslide, the less likely we are to experience a coup. So vote and have your friends vote and your families vote and register other people to vote. Do it. John, thank you so much. It's only 27 days away. Can you believe that? I I, I await with bated breath January 21st, 2021 to see who is inaugurated. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. You too, my friend. All right, guys, it was almost Warwick with Warwick. And uh, we are so grateful to have him every week as our constitutional attorney, law of politics. This is Lone Star. Everything you do. Here's a little tidbit. Tyrden was offered this song, and he turned it down. Amazed. Al. I'm John Hollywood, your host. Don't touch the Al. We'll be right back. making a website you're making an impact with your blog small business or side hustle it all starts when you first log into your bluehost account we'll help guide you through the basic decisions for setting up your new wordpress site it's the get to know you phase of our new relationship then check out our all-in-one dashboard which makes it easy to manage all the major functions of your website think of it as your site's stylish new headquarters from here you can choose from hundreds of custom themes for the design you want Discover and install essential plugins for the features you need. And you've got yourself a website that can sell, share, and do almost anything. Then take your website even further with smart marketing tools that boost your site in search results and help draw in the largest crowd. Whether you're new to WordPress or a seasoned pro, our experts are just a chat, email, or phone call away to help you turn a good site into an amazing site. So come on, ready to make your impact? Start building today with Bluehost, the perfect place to WordPress. Friendship. I don't have to pay for medicine, housing, food. It's just amazing to just raise money for such a cause. We're helping children. Thank Thank you. It's a great cause. Home, I go to smartsign.com. I order fantastic safety signs and labels. Glow in the dark signs. I got great bathroom signs. You can even order custom signs. Mom's got to lay down the law. Smart Sign, America's top online sign retailer.
Use offer code YouTube10 for 10% off products at SmartSign.com through December 31st. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Do Radio. This is Corbin Fisher. I actually got to see Car- Corbin Fisher live and in concert with Terry Underwood here in Dallas, Texas. This is our new segment of the show. If you'd like to join the show live, pick up your phone and call 516-531-9990. If you want to be part of the show, press 1. My call screener will know that you want to be part of the show. Once again, the number 516-531-9990. It's been a really crazy week with the president contracting the coronavirus. Mrs. Trump had the coronavirus. And that puts us in a very dangerous place in our country. We've got to be careful. I mean, you've got to wear a mask if you go outside. It means you need to wash your hands and do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Like you normally would. But you can't be in places that there you will get infected. Just look at Donald Trump. Who would have ever thought the most powerful man in the world would turn up with the coronavirus? And he still doesn't get it. And I've come to the conclusion he's not going to get it. Until he dies from it, someone in his family dies from it, he just does not take it seriously. He doesn't remember that everything that's pumping through his body right now is what's keeping him in good spirits. It's not him. He's a 74-year-old obese man. He should be in bed and taking care of health because all he's showing his followers is how weak he is because he's so insecure about where he stands right now in this election and he possibly really has a chance of losing it he can't just step back last night Michael Pence showed he could lie just like Donald Trump and uh, so let's listen to a little bit of last night because it was pretty here we go. Issue, but we have other important issues as well, and so I want to I want to make sure we have a chance. I really have to, talk to respond about, to that. I, I, Look, uh, she has fifteen she, seconds because well, I got to have more than keep, that. Look, well, you, I'm sorry, but Vice President, look, but you've I, had more time than look, she's the, had the, the, so far. Slanders against President Donald Trump regarding men and women of our armed forces are absurd. I'm, I'm sorry, Vice My President. My son Pence. is a captain in the United yes. States Marine Corps. My son-in-law is deployed in the United States Navy. I can assure all of you, with sons and daughters serving in our military, President Donald Trump not only respects but reveres all of those who serve in our armed forces. And any suggestion otherwise is ridiculous. Let me also say the American people deserve to know. Vice President, I did not create the rules for tonight. Joe Biden. Your campaigns agreed to the rules for tonight's debate with the Commission on Presidential Debates. I'm here to enforce them which involves moving from one topic to another, giving roughly equal time to both of you, which is what I'm trying very hard to do. Yeah, let's talk about packing the court then. 
Let's talk about the Please. fact. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to. So the Trump-Pence administration has been, because I sit on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Susan, as you mentioned, and I have witnessed the appointments for lifetime appointments to the federal courts, district courts, courts of appeal. People who are purely ideological, people who have been reviewed by, by legal professional organizations and found to have been not competent are substandard. And do you know that of the 50 people who President Trump appointed to the Court of Appeals for lifetime appointments, not one is black? This is what they've been doing. You want to talk about packing a court? Let's have that discussion. I will not sit here and be lectured by the vice president on what it means to enforce the laws of our country. I am the only one on this stage who has personally prosecuted everything from child sexual assault to homicide. I'm the only one on this stage who has prosecuted the big banks for taking advantage of America's homeowners. I'm the only one on this stage who prosecuted for profit colleges for taking advantage of our veterans. And the reality of this is that we are talking about an election in 27 days where last week the President of the United States took a debate stage in front of 70 million Americans and refused to condemn white supremacists. Not true. And Not true. it wasn't like he didn't have a chance. He didn't do it, and then he doubled down. All right, so I was a pretty pretentious conversation. Right now, we do have a live caller. We've got about 15 people, one line open. Let's go and take this call. Your last four digits of your phone number is 0630. I'm on Hollywood of All You Need to Know Radio. Who are we speaking with, please? This is Paul in Arkansas. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Paul. Thank you for calling. What do you want to talk about? Terrific. I worked at AT&T, the largest uh, private sector union in the United States of America, the Communication Workers of America, CWA, which is under the umbrella of AFL-CIO. I worked there from 2009 to 2015. In 2010, of course, they passed Obamacare. Uh, in 2012, in AT&T, for the first time in 27 years, my deductible went from a $40 copay to a $900 deductible in 2012. In 2013, when I added my daughter to my insurance, my deductible went to $2,100 under Obamacare. So let's go over the three first uh, things that I, that I heard in okay, the last 10 minutes. Okay, hold on real quick. Real yeah, quick, what's your name again? Paul. Paul, and I'm John. Okay, so what yes, you're sir, explaining is you're explaining how Obamacare increased while you were working at your job, correct? At, a, at the largest private sector union in America, yes, sir. Okay, so AT&T as large as they were, were not getting discounts from the insurance company. Why were they on Obamacare? You had, had, no, well, you had John Deere, Caterpillar, and AT&T that were going to put out a PowerPoint presentation in 2010, about two months before they passed Obamacare in the House of Representatives, right? About two months before they were going to put out a PowerPoint presentation (laughs) about Medicare surcharges, and uh, they were going to do a presentation in front of the Senate, which was ran by Chuck Schumer at the time. And they refused to call AT&T, John Deere, and Caterpillar to the Senate floor to present their presentation on Medicare surcharges. So AT&T actually added $72 million uh, in cost in 2011 under Obamacare. But let's get back to this because I want to ask you, and that, is, that could take long, the Atlantic military hoax. So let's talk about this. The Atlantic wrote an article where Donald Trump called soldiers losers, etc. It was unnamed anonymous sources, etc., that said when he was in Europe – 
in Europe at the time that he called all World War II veterans, World War I veterans, losers, hoaxers. Why would we want to go to the, to the graves of these people? So there's been 14 named sources that were on the trip and emails released from the Secret Service that said, hey, we changed up the trip because of the weather. 14 named sources in the White House and the administration are on the record saying that's a lie from the Atlantic. The Atlantic still printed that story with an unnamed source which they have yet to, uh, which they've yet to name, which they've yet to bring up. That's number one. Number two, court appointments. Donald Trump and Mike Pence appointed uh, almost 200 federal judges, three Supreme Court justices in four years. These are all under the Constitution of the United States. These are all vacant appointees that they filled. Mitch McConnell has put these through. Harry Reid in 2011 eliminated the filibuster on uh, judicial appointees, not Supreme Court appointees, but judicial appointees, right? And Mitch McConnell, then minority leader, told him, you will come to regret this, right? And hence, Donald Trump is able to fill 200 vacancies on federal courts that Barack Obama left him in 2016 because those vacancies were open. So that's all constitutional. The white supremacist hoax that you played, the debate where Kamala Harris was like, oh, he refused to condemn white supremacists. Actually, there's videos on YouTube. Anybody can Google search this. He's, con- he's condemned white supremacists and neo-Nazis 27 times. The gentleman okay, who so did hold the on debate, Chris hold Wallace, on who hold asked on him about that, actually okay, asked but hold him the same question in 2016. Let me stop you for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Let me, let, let me clear this up. Yes, the sir. The reason that he's been asked so many times to repeat that he is uh, condemning white supremacy is yes, he's mm-hmm. done it in the past. When you bring it up again, people want to make sure that you have changed your position. What Donald Trump did when he did the Proud Boys thing, which he had to really do some research on that. Proud Boys I ran do. by an African-American, Cuban-American named <laughs> named Therese. So you can look up the chair so of the Proud Boys committee. The Proud Boys committee is in a, is in white. So how is a black man white supremacist? How is that? Explain that to me. The leader, the chairman of the Proud Boys, is an African American who grew up in Miami in Little Cuba. Right? His mom was Cuban. His dad was African American. How is he a white supremacist? He's the leader of the Proud Boys. Go ahead. Well, what I want to know. Tell me how a black is, man is a leader of a white supremacist gang. I don't believe that, that he would be that way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he gave many interviews on CNN, there, MSNBC, ABC, etc. I'm looking at my notes real quick. Yeah, uh, you can look his name up. He's, so he's given many name, interviews on mainstream What's his networks. name? What's his name? Uh, you, just, just type in Chairman of the Proud Boys. No, I got it. What is it? Your viewers, you your listeners. You knew about it. Type it in. Is it? Who is it? Yeah, here. Hold on. I'll give you his name. Give me ten seconds. No, but I'll just type it in it, Google, like I told you. American, and you don't know this name. Okay. So I just Googled it, and he doesn't look yep. to me. Enrique Tario, T-A-R-R-I-O. That's his name. Go ahead. Enrique Tario. Look it up. Say his last name. Tario. T- I'll spell it again. T-A-R-R-I-O. There's many videos on YouTube of him speaking on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, etc. Enrique Tario, T-A-R-R-I-O. He is the chairman of the Proud Boys. Well, what I'm looking at on Yahoo, they've got somebody else. No, type in his name. Right. It's, it's and you him. Yeah. him. You That's can listen to his own, his own interviews, his own words. Yep. He's not white. So that was black. What I'm, was reading, I'm reading continue. is that they were saying white supremacists were saying they were racist. Are you saying he's not racist? 
So you're saying Tario is racist against his own race? That is what, is that what you're saying? I'm reading on your news. No, that's but what hold Joe on. Biden Give did. me just a couple Biden minutes and let me – brought up the Proud Boys in the debate. Joe Biden did, not Donald Trump. But go ahead. First time I ever heard about it was when, they, when Chris Wallace kept saying, will you denounce white supremacy? Will you denounce it? He's like, he asked him name. the same thing in the 2016 name. Republican presidential debate. You understand Chris Wallace was a moderator mm-hmm. in the 2016 right. Republican presidential debate and asked him the exact same debate. question. He lost three years ago to that debate. Now, this says he's so a Chris Wallace asked him president. the same question in 2016 in Charlottesville, when Charlottesville happened, because there were racists there. Richard Spencer, by the way, the most known white supremacist in all of America, has endorsed Joe Biden. But Richard Spencer, all these racists, did some racists, did show up to Charlottesville because they were tearing down a statue of Robert E. Lee in 2017. And Donald Trump specifically, in his quote, if you look up his direct quote in the direct speech from Charlottesville, I condemn neo-Nazis and white supremacists totally. That is his direct quote. He said there are fine people on both sides, but I condemn neo-Nazis and white supremacists totally. He's talking about people who went out to defend not tearing down historical statues. Now in 2020, I think what Donald Trump said in 2017 is astronomically of value. We have people out there tearing down statues right now of Abraham Lincoln, Ben Franklin, George Washington. But go ahead. Okay, so I've now found the name you told me, and I'm not going off anything. I want to Tario, T-A-R-R-I-O. It's not – come on, dude. The boy, who founded – who is the boy founder is Gavin – Gavin McInnes. You can watch any of his YouTubes or podcasts, etc. Yes, Enrique Tario is the leader of the Proud Boys today. He is the chairman of the organization. Give me a couple minutes so I can look at this. T A R R I O. Me, so I'm trying to learn what you're telling me. So I are you reading from the Atlantic? Is it unnamed anonymous sources, or is it 14 on-the-record sources from the White House that said the Atlantic story, where Donald Trump called World War II and World War One soldiers losers and and, and losers, etc. Uh, those anonymous sources have yet to be named, but there's 14 on-the-record named sources in the administration, right? And Secret Service emails the administration let out that said they didn't have the event because of the weather. So what what are we talking about here? Okay, so you're reading 2016, and how do you say this guy's last name? I apologize. I don't want to say it wrong. I'll, I will spell it for you for the eight times. T A R R I O. He has done multiple interviews on CNN, MSNBC, and ABC over the last two years about what Proud Boys. So Proud Boys meet here. I'll tell you what Proud Boys is. Proud Boys meet Antifa in the street. The only people you can ever have on video of Proud Boys beating are liberal Democrats, white kids that are privileged with pink and purple hair. So show me a video of Proud Boys. Uh, beating a black person, calling them the N-word or saying we're beating you because you're black. No, they only beat Antifa people who are physically aggressive to them in the streets, right, that are liberal, Democrat, privileged white kids with pink and purple hair. That's who Proud Boys uh, meets in the streets. Real quick, I'm going to ask you one more time. Just give me a couple of seconds because I'm pulling all this up. You should have this already. You have your own radio show. I thought you would have this information. Is that the Proud Boys USA.com is Proud I don't Boys know of a, of a link com. or a website. 
His name is Enrique Tario. He is given multiple interviews as the chairman of the Proud Boys. You can show multiple pictures okay, of Hispanic and African Americans that are members do of not the Proud talk Boys. Over me. I'm trying to look this I mean, I'm stuff. giving you facts. You obviously I, don't know who the I'm Proud Boys to are. You're having to Google it right now, live on your show because I you have no because idea you're what you're right. about. I, you're right. I, I am right. Yes, I know. Thank you. Well, good. Does that make you better that I told you that? No, that just means you have no facts. And I am a Donald Trump supporter who didn't vote for him in 2016. What is Donald Trump? That will in 2020. How is Donald Trump? Okay, so here, life, sir. here, let's do this. I'll you name your life. me five achievements of Joe Biden in 47 years. I'll name you five of Donald Trump right now. You ready? Donald Trump, not Donald Trump. Only achievement I need to hear. Tell me anything. Okay, in Donald February Trump. 2020, hey, we had the Trump lowest black the unemployment in you know the, the history one you of guys, the United States. One you in February of 2020, we had the lowest unemployment of Hispanics in the United States of America. Did you in February of 2020, we had the lowest on, women's unemployment in 62 years. Yeah, Those are three. Yeah, yeah. Name, me, <laughs> name me three for Joe Biden. Name me one thing Donald Trump years. has done for you. Go ahead. He's changed your life. One. That has changed. He gave me tax cuts. I haven't been a taxpayer for four yeah, years. How about that? He he so doubled the person. child tax credit from five hundred to a thousand. He lowered my tax bracket from Are thirteen you talking to ten percent. Oh, the coronavirus. Well, Democrats were impeaching Donald Trump, right? Well, Donald Trump was banning travel from China on January 30th. On January 29th, he announced the Coronavirus Task Force no, led sir. by his Vice President Mike no, Pence. Sir. On January You're 15th, in your World facts, Health and I can tell you, I personally no, know. Four different people Donald Trump was told on, in November of 2019. In fact, China tried to give him an antidote they were working on, and Donald Trump said it was hoax. Donald Trump I mean, didn't do anything Where's in the December, antidote? What, and then the Donald the Trump in January went before his crowd of haters that don't understand how the real Works, works. So, and so when so, so you're talking about when Donald job. Trump mentioned no, coronavirus in the State of the Union address Donald on January 8th, and he was a wall, and Mexico was going to be Yes, yeah, there's 372 miles of border wall built. You can look on the, on the government's website. I mean, they have an update four on years? Is that 372. 372. Not 3,000, yeah. right? 372. I mean, I, do you need 3,000 miles of wall? I don't understand I what you're talking about. I think you Go need ahead. to do the wall that you were promised that you would build. And we agree on that. That's a so we campaign agree. Build the wall. So, I think so right name now, a single Democrat bill that now put forward to build the wall. 57 million people that are out of work. He just caused 45,000 airline employees to be laid off because he lied about no, the he didn't, because he did. Nancy Pelosi yes, he did. won't pass Lied. the stimulus package. Donald he Trump came out and passed the $1,200 check. Nancy he put Pelosi that on Twitter yesterday. Donald Trump put on Twitter, passed the $1,200 check for the American people, passed the extension okay. of unemployment benefits, yes. passed the PPP program. Why won't Nancy Pelosi do that? Well, okay. Why does she Back. want to give bailouts to the blue states? These are facts. These are facts. Why yeah, does she want to give hundreds of billions of dollars to New York and California and Washington, Illinois, instead of passing $1,200 stimulus checks? Why does because she want to give coronavirus of that Donald Trump allowed to become a pandemic doesn't have a cover? What could he have done doesn't different? Tell me that. Give me three things he could have done different. Here, we'll wait. Go ahead. Name me three things what Donald could, Trump could have done, different. done different. He could have contacted the hospitals. He could have contacted he CDC what? and told them. Could have contacted hospitals and had beds being ready. He could have had ventilators ready. 
he could have gone to the American people and did an address and said, listen, I mean, he, he did. I, I mean, he did. this is all stuff he did. Me so Dr. Anthony Fauci is the leader of his epidemiology. Donald Trump, for the first time since World War II, <laughs> right, used a federal law to make General Motors build ventilators. There's not a single he person in America. Name me, name me a single person in America who needed a ventilator that did not get one. Can you name one? You named it. You said he should have built ventilators. I don't have name names. Name me a single person in America who should have got a ventilator. That didn't name out on the radio. No, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. You said ventilators. Donald Trump and General Motors built us ventilators. I know people in Arlington, Texas. No, that's a lie. Send me the name. You have my telephone number. You can give it out live on the air. Send me a name of a person who didn't get a ventilator. Please. Give your phone number out on the air. I, I, I would I love that. it. I would love it. I think your listeners Why? are getting a good education of liberal hypocrisy and hoaxes compared to facts that they can Google search. So Donald Trump, when he made the coronavirus task force on January 29th, what were Democrats doing? Were they impeaching him? So on February 14th, was Nancy Hold Pelosi on. in the middle no, of Chinatown in San Francisco saying visit Chinatown? In 2019, and then the Senate refused to do anything about it. They have no balls. No, it was – it was January and in the beginning of February of 20, not 2019. They impeached mm-hmm. Donald Trump for a call with Ukraine in the beginning that of 2020. That was completely against the Constitution, sir. What did he do against the Constitution? I'm sure you don't like the truth. I mean, no, that's why you're voting for what Donald Trump and why you go with Donald Trump. No, no, no. Tell me, what did Donald Trump truth. do in the phone call? He released a transcript the day after Democrats mentioned Are you being yeah, serious? Go ahead. Are you, you're not that, yeah, you're not, you're no, not no, no. that guy, right? You seem no, like a pretty intelligent guy. You can hear on a no, phone I call. I am very intelligent. That's so why I vote for you, Donald Trump in 2020. Did go you ahead. hear on that phone call? So what did he say? Because what I heard him saying, no, I mean, do the us transcript a favor. Is out there. No, you can see the whole transcript. Listen to me for a second and stop talking yeah. over me. Thank you. So I heard a president basically say, do us a favor. And we'll do you a favor. That's a quid pro quo. And oh, it's quid pro quo. So, so saying if you fire the prosecutor, the United States won't give you a billion dollars uh-huh. on video, on video, uh-huh. it's not quid yeah. pro quo. But somebody saying, hey, investigate a vice president of the United States son who worked on your but oil listen, and gas first company all, getting paid 50 grand a month. not supposed not to tell anybody to investigate oh, okay. anything. The Department oh. of Justice is not Donald Trump's personal attorneys. I mean, it's the not United Department of Justice. Attorneys. We're talking about Ukraine here, not the DOJ, but go ahead. Okay, so the recru- you're talking to a foreign leader, not the, the Department of Justice. What did you hear on the phone call? I, I heard, hey, I'm listening. Ukraine, you've been known for corruption. Under Barack Obama and Joe Biden's administration, Russia invaded the Crimea. Well, Barack Obama and Joe Biden did nothing at all in any way. Well, Russia invaded the Crimea and took over parts of your country, even though you're a part of NATO, and the United States did nothing. Right? That's why I heard that phone call. Hey, the vice president of the United States' son worked for the most corrupt business and company called Barisma in your country. Well, he was vice president, his son who got ejected from the Navy for, for, for cocaine, who had a baby with his, with his brother's wife, right? Worked on a most whoa, whoa, whoa. company in seriously Ukraine. Talking now, you're you're seriously talking about adults. You're seriously talking about someone who avoided yes. 
but I live in Arkansas. Okay. Uh, Hunter Biden <laughs> had a baby with a stripper in Arkansas, Sir, and then he refused to pay okay, child support. Sir, These are facts. Anybody can Google go ahead this. You, I'm going to let you go and say what you need to say, but what you're saying is ludicrous, and you're better. I mean, you're, you're saying I'll don't do investigate you're a corrupt company to joke in a foreign time. nation. You had nothing to do with the presidency at that time. That's what I mean, his, Donald Trump supporters son, do. They this is the vice president's son who had a baby with a stripper in Arkansas. Very much. Do you not know about this? Lord, that man cannot really be that ignorant and stupid. If you are, sir, seek out. I let you go 15 minutes over to my show. And right now, I have better things to do than listen to somebody try to convince me of what I know was on a phone call. I have ears of my own. Grow up, sir. Your president is about to be kicked out of office. Vote for him as much as you want. You're voting for a loser and a joker. And yes, did say that about our military people. You know why I know he said that? Because he said it about John McCain, who was a true war hero. And Donald Trump never had the guts to step into the military because of his own spurs. Oh, my Lord. This is all you need to know, radio. Thanks so much for calling in. This is John Hollywood, your host. Dallas, Texas. And keep remember, every morning you get up, look at yourself in the mirror, especially you, sir, and say, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? And how many people have I lied to about Donald Trump's accomplishments? Good night. I'm feeling dirty after this call, so I want to hear What's the deal with this pop life, and when is it going to fade out? The thing you got to realize, what we're doing is not a trend. We got the gift of melody, we're going to bring it till the end. Come on now. Baby, baby, you can't stop. I know you like that.